Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And today's show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Protect your data from prying eyes at expressvpn.com slash unleashed. Uh, look, over there, it's Taco Tuesday. No, it's two for Tuesday. No, it's Super Tuesday! Tuesday! Super Tuesday! Able to leap normal Tuesdays in a single bound. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, only only Super Tuesday. Only uh, Super Tuesday. Can do that. Yep, that's the only one. That's the only day of the week. Is there a Super Duper Tuesday? No. No. Mm -mm. Nope. And Super Tuesday results are in. Biden had a great night. He won uh, at least nine states. Let's see. Two, four, six, eight. Yep, nine states, Mm -hmm. including Texas, which he had to have. Yeah. Because Sanders got California pretty handily. Sanders won four states, and there's one that is uh, still too close to call, being Maine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maine is uh, within eight-tenths of a point of each other there with... Uh, 33.9 to 33.1. Yeah, 82% wow. of precincts reporting. Uh, so Biden took Alabama, Virginia, North Carolina, Tennessee, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Minnesota, Massachusetts, which surprises me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. the next door neighbor for for Biden, and it's Elizabeth Warren's home state. She finished third in she her third. home state. She's got to drop out today. She's uh, got to drop out. This is the uh, I don't know. There's something that uh, Daily Wire tweeted out that uh, uh, she's in the she's the last person to know that she's in the. Uh, let's see, what is it? Let's see. Keep going, Rob. Go to the next. Uh, is there overall one? Do you have the uh, the main one? Because they had a. Funny line there. Okay, she's uh, the last one to know she's in a race where she doesn't belong. (laughs) (laughs) I thought they did a good job with that. That's good. Yeah. Uh, And, of course, uh, Biden also won Texas. Uh, 33.6 to 30%. So it was close. Yeah. But Biden took it from him. And last last we saw, Sanders was actually in the lead, according to polls. But Biden pulled it out. Mm -hmm. Had to. Man, he needed that. Uh, I think America needed that. (laughs) (laughs) Let's make sure that this guy doesn't have any chance at getting the presidency. So Sanders won in Vermont and Colorado, Utah. (laughs) So the Democrats in Utah are extreme enough to to vote for a socialist. Yeah, what's your take on that? Are you Uh, surprised? You seem very surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, I, I. It's probably all the Californians that have ruined the state. Or are trying to ruin the state. And remember, we had that graphic that showed that all of the Rocky Mountain states... Yeah, infiltrated. ...aided California. Infested with Californians who are <laughs> screwing things up. Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh, Bloomberg actually won American Samoa. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Congratulations, I Mike. mean, I see how you buried the lead there. Yeah, I know. I mean, he got a big I know. five delegates. Uh, he only had to spend, like... Five hundred million dollars to yeah, to do it. Yeah, somebody said five hundred and seventy million dollars well spent, and then of course Tulsi got the one delegate from American Samoa, so she'll always have that. She took second in her uh, birthplace. Hmm. She was actually born in American Samoa and didn't win it. Uh, she's not, you know, she should be out today. Uh, certainly, Elizabeth Warren should be out today, and Michael Bloomberg, if he wants to keep wasting his money, I guess he can, but. Um, 
he they say they're they're going to take a second look at the campaign. I'm sorry, they're going to do what? They're going to take another look at it. Take another look. Another at look the... at the campaign. <laughs> that means, yeah, we're probably going to drop out today or tomorrow wow. this week sometime. So again, he spent mm-hmm. 570 million dollars, right? Yes, and he has a handful of delegates to show for it. Yes. Uh, I don't know that you want that guy making uh, uh, <clears throat> signing spending bills. No, I. He doesn't seem I to get a return don't. on his uh, <laughs> no, on his investment. Uh-huh. So the delegate count right now is Biden with a pretty pretty good lead. He's at four hundred fifty three delegates after last night. Yeah, Sanders is at three seventy three. Huh. And uh, Warren's got thirty nine delegates. Yeah. Buttigieg twenty six. He's already out. Bloomberg eighteen. Klobuchar has seven, and Gabbard one. Uh huh. You got to win 1,991 delegates to win the nomination. <laughs> and so that, that seems like a really long way to go still for everybody. It's a long way to go, yeah. And we got uh, Puerto Rico coming up on uh, Sunday. Okay. Another and, territory. And then uh, you know, six days from now, the not-so-super Tuesday, Hawaii, Idaho, Michigan. Okay, there's probably mm-hmm. a healthy amount of delegates in Michigan. Let's see, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, Washington. Oh, so quite so a bit. It's like a, it's like a baby Super Tuesday. <laughs> it's a, yeah, not so Super Tuesday. It's, it's yeah. like a pretty good Tuesday. <laughs> a decent Tuesday. Yeah, it's a decent Tuesday. <laughs> good. And then you've got um, another decent Tuesday after that. So we're getting there. Yeah, it'd be nice to just get this thing settled. Let's just mm-hmm. let's just know who what we're up against, and uh, and let Trump start destroying them. <laughs> taking them apart every day on Twitter, uh, as he continues to do anyway with all of them. But uh, it'll be a lot more fun when it's one-on-one. <laughs> yeah. It really will. Uh, so Biden had a couple of extra gaffes just to make it fun last night, even on this great night that he had where he wins nine of the states involved, including Texas, second biggest delegate count, of course, in the country. Uh, he still stands up and can't quite get things right. Oh, no. Here's what happened as he uh, introduced his wife and sister. They don't call Super Tuesday for nothing. Yeah. Woo, super By the way, it's my little sister, Valerie, and I'm Jill's Wait. husband. Oh, what? no, this is Oh, you switched on me. Oh, this is my wife. This is my sister. They switched on me. Oh, and he's desperately trying to, <laughs> they, they to switched blame it on, on me. them. Yeah, they switched on switching. me. Switching. Uh, they switched on me, yeah. Uh-huh. As he's turning to introduce... You can't see that your wife right there, and you do it anyway. Yeah, I don't. Something's think... wrong. Yeah, there. yeah. Something's wrong. There. Joe B and Joe. Mm. Joe B and Joe is not a good thing anymore because Joe B and Joe is that is Joe being incompetent. <laughs> it's Joe being uh, maybe really affected in the brain. I. It's sad to watch, but if it's him versus Trump. That's going to be... Uh, you like Trump's odds more? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Trump is going to... He'll barbecue him. He'll show. He'll accentuate the dementia that uh, Joe has or whatever's going on with him. Yeah, he's got to be careful, though. Yeah, he does. Yeah, because you could look really mean, spirited, and insensitive there. But you got to point it out. I mean, the guy could become the president of the United States without all of his faculties. Yeah, you, you can't have that. You don't you can't have that. Joe Biden in a room with Vladimir Putin. No, you don't. Or anybody else. Or anyone else, for that matter. Uh, and then as this coronavirus, 
I mean, that could be what the election is about. It could. Which plays right into Bernie's hands, a yeah, socialist's hands. Oh, perfect. Well, so. Bernie's got the heart attack to, to play off of, as well as his socialism. I mean, you've got a pretty stark contrast. And there you're, you're going to just force America to make a choice. What's it going to be? Is it going to be the greatest economic system ever on the face of the earth? Or are you going to go to the failed, failed system we all know socialism to be? And we're seeing the fruits of it right now in front of us with Venezuela and Cuba. How can you not notice that? Just, I mean, Bernie does a good job of pretending that Denmark is your, eh, there's the hallmark for socialism. But when you dig into Denmark, Netherlands, uh, whatever, um, or Norway or Finland, when you dig into what those societies are all about and how far behind us they are in lifestyle, mm-hmm. uh, in in the sweetness of life, and they pretend that they're all much, much happier. They're the happiest people on earth. Really? Go live there then and <laughs> you know enjoy that happiness because you're going to find out that their life is not like ours. Not by a long shot. So, whoever it is, either one of those guys, I think I like Trump's odds at uh, pointing things out. Also, uh, while Biden was on stage, another little problem was accentuated, and this is the the environment that the Democrats have created, and yep. now they're getting beaten over the head with it. Uh, here's here's what happened as protesters rushed up on stage. And the neighbors, we come from the thrift. It's another dairy protest. <laughs> I wasn't aware this was a thing. I, oh, look at that. One of his uh, campaign employees went up and... Uh, uh, good stuff there. Also, who the hell is doing security right, here? Right. Jill Biden Mall is? cops? No, Jill Biden. Jill, yes. yeah. She's always standing between protesters and Joe. Let's go, Joe. Clobbered. Yeah, we got it. Uh-huh. The middle class is getting clobbered. Too many people in the neighborhoods to Jill and well, Bob. Yeah, he's hurt. He's realizing that the uh, room is uh got some threats in it and he's trying to speed through this. Wow. He's So what was it the first the first uh dairy person yelled, Leave dairy behind or something? Let's let's watch that again real quick. Milk almonds, not cows. And the neighbors we come from the thrift. Let dairy die. Let dairy die. That doesn't make sense. What are you? Are you for cow genocide? Is that what you're? Wow. Advocating there is cow genocide. Let, let <laughs> oh, dairy die. Let dairy die. Since when is this dairy thing such a big deal? Leave them alone. I I think they don't want cows milked. Right? Is that what it is? They don't want them milked and they don't want them eat, eaten. But I mean, if you're if it's about the meat, then you'd be. Then you'd be screaming about uh, vegetarianism. Maybe, maybe let the big dairy industry die, I think, is what she's trying to yeah, say. Yeah, because I think they've got a thing about milk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, I don't I know don't, what I don't, it is. And I think that uh, I don't care what mm. they think, so I'm moving on with my life. What? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's really insensitive of you, Keith. What a hater. Um, we've been over this before. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> I do hate things. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, including this. I mean, this is ridiculous. It's asinine. But again, 
It's fun to see because this is the environment they created. It's liberals eating their own once again. Uh, I don't see I don't see the dairy people at Trump's <laughs> rallies. Although I don't think they'd get. Hopefully they wouldn't get to him like that. They've got to be better in their security with Biden. One of these kooks could sometime have a knife or a gun or who knows, or just their fists and start beating him. He, they got all the way to the candidate, his wife, and his sister yeah, before you finally got control of the situation. Really bad. That's really bad. Very bad security. Glenn's got better security than that. <laughs> you don't have that for a former U.S. senator and a current uh, presidential candidate? Wow. Better get a grip on it. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also, uh, Bloomberg... Had a really nice moment last night. This is really, this is tender and and uh, it shows that he cares, I think, about his Hispanic friends. Okay. He spends a lot of time in Texas. Uh, what do you know? Tejas, we'd say here. What did you say? Tejas. Tejas. No. That's Spanish for Texas. Okay. <laughs> You're in a Cuban neighborhood, so you got to know where gotcha. your audience is. What? Yeah. All right, we'll cross the street, guys. Don't get hit coming across. Moron. Tejas, we say. No, don't get we hit don't. coming across. <laughs> Tejas, we say here. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. What in the world? It's just weird. He, it, just ridiculous it, pandering. What'd you say? Texas? Ridiculous uh, no, pandering. No, Tejas. <laughs> oh my gosh, this guy. It's asinine. Uh, also, he's uh, eating a pizza. Oh yeah, so his campaign sent this out and tried to uh, you know show the, the softer side of Michael Bloomberg and uh, watch him eat a pizza. Do you see if you notice anything here? He's uh, digging in there. It's a, everybody in the campaign office gets to eat from this pizza box, okay? So what does mm-hmm. he do? He pulls off the crust and leaves the rest. And licks those fingers. Oh, yeah, Mr. Sanitary. And then he goes back in again. Did nah. he go back in again? That I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I just, uh, wow. And, and he That's has been great. calling Trump's uh, handling of the coronavirus reckless. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice move there. Digging into the pizza box and then dropping off the rest. I mean, who, if you walked up to, you walk up to a community pizza box here at work mm-hmm. and you see a piece in there without the crust. I'm thinking, who let I'm the, not who let the four-year-old is. in here? Mm-hmm. What in the world? So, so he ate just the crust? Yeah, and then drops the rest of the pizza uh, slice back in there. That's because I mean, he's so health conscious. He doesn't. Uh, I'll bet he doesn't eat cheese this. pizzas. Look at this guy. Look at him. He's like, there's that <laughs> off. Uh, mm. All righty. There we go. Wow, he looks old there, too. He is. He thinks highly of himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Tejas. Now stand back while I eat my pizza crust and leave the rest for you plebes. But again, they're taking another look at the campaign. Oh, they're going to take another gonna look? They're going to take another look okay, at the campaign. Okay, good. So, good. So, we'll uh, see what happens later on today. Uh, 888-900-3393. You know, you don't have to put up with any of this stuff, uh, at least contributing to any of this stuff, when you subscribe to Patriot Mobile. When Patriot Mobile is your cell phone company... You don't have to worry about them helping the likes of uh, Michael Bloomberg and his gun control measures or Planned Parenthood or, you know, supporting Bernie Sanders or any of these leftists or their causes because Patriot Mobile is a conservative uh, company led by veterans and they believe in the right to bear arms, life, religious liberty and supporting veterans. 
And you might think, well, okay, that's great. I love that, but I don't want to pay a whole bunch of money just to support my values. That's not a problem either because they have plans starting at $25 a month and they come with unlimited talk, text, and of course the same reliable nationwide service you get with everybody else with no hidden fees. So you get your values supported for less money and it's not a hassle to change either. Go to patriotmobile.com slash pat. They'll walk you through the process. Get free activation when you use the offer code pat plus a free gift when you open a new line. Or just call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Now, uh, the coronavirus. Where do we stand with that? In America, nine dead now. And 126 infected, which is kind of frightening because that's about a 7% mortality rate. But many of the deaths have happened at one nursing home in Seattle. So obviously they're elderly. They probably have other health issues. And so right now that's maybe inflating the mortality rate a little bit. Did you also see where someone who had traveled to that nursing home flew back to North Carolina and brought the coronavirus with them. Oh, no. Yep. Wow. Uh, that's sloppy. Did they not know at the time when they visited? Correct, yeah. I don't think they oh. knew what was going on there. And then the immediate area around mm. uh, their Kirkland, Washington nursing home, you know, they're out of cleaning supplies on store shelves. Those are cleared out. I bet uh, they are. Alcohol, um, like rubbing alcohol, stuff like that. So it's, uh, it's a little panic time around Seattle. Mm-hmm. 15 states have it. Uh, 27 cases now in Washington alone. In suburban Seattle, 27 firefighters and paramedics who responded to calls at the nursing home were tested for the virus Tuesday using a drive through system set up in a hospital parking area. 33-year-old firefighter Kevin Grimstad took care of two patients. Uh, he's among... 10 from the Kirkland Fire Department who developed symptoms after calls to the nursing facility. This stuff is just really, really highly contagious. Yeah. Uh, it's easily spread. So that's the big thing. That's why they think maybe up to 70% of us will eventually get it. Yeah, And at this point, this, this feels like uh, this is going to be your big issue in November. Uh, yeah, it does. Yes, it, it really does. And, and what did you just say? Up to 70% of us can mm -hmm. get it? Yeah. Up to 70% of 330 million people? That's a big number. That's a lot of What math. is that? 250 million people? Yes. <clears throat> don't make me do this. <laughs> yeah. That's around where it is. I mean, we don't know. We don't need to be precise because it's hopefully not going to happen anyway. Yeah. Once this dies down in the summer, if it does, hopefully the heat helps to mitigate this problem mm -hmm. and kill off the virus like, you know, the flu. So if that happens, we're going to get some time. We're going to get a little bit of a reprieve to, to you know, reinforce ourselves and, and mobilize this effort and maybe come up with a vaccine in the meantime because Israeli scientists say they're just weeks away. Yeah, FDA, uh, I think, is already in uh, stage one of uh, pushing this through. They just so have to do the human trials, right, eventually. Something they, like that. Yeah, it's, yeah, gotta, uh, it's moving very quickly. And it needs to. Mm -hmm. I mean... This could this could screw up the election. 
really badly, in addition to taking lives, which is awful. But it could also cost us the country if a socialist wins the presidency. And we can't have that. So, yeah, CBS News spoke to one of the country's top experts on viruses, Mark Lipsitch from Harvard, who cautions that 40 to 70 percent of the world's population will become infected. Okay. Okay, so you're talking about 7 billion people and 70% of that's maybe 5 billion. Mm-hmm. And from that number, 1% of the people who get symptoms uh, could die. The virus can spread rapidly and people can transmit it before they know they're infected. That's why this is such a problem. It's just... Yeah, so the vaccine man, virulent is a ways out, okay? Mm-hmm. But the drugs... You know, might get in the system a little sooner because they've shown promise against other um, uh, similar viruses. This is to treat it or yeah, to cure it? To treat it, yeah. So let's see. What did, I lost a paragraph here I was looking for. Yeah, other coronaviruses. This drug um, that I never pronounced correctly. Is it remdesivir? Desivir? Anyhow. Um, what they're doing, It's a they, they make this from a blood product taken from people from who have fallen ill. Mm. That's how they make this. Hmm. And they take the antibodies that are fighting it already. Yeah. So Maybe. Uh, this makes yeah. me think of that, uh, how uh, they would fight smallpox, you know? Uh-huh. That's, uh, no thanks. <laughs> mm. uh, the Federal Reserve yesterday took the emergency step of cutting the benchmark U.S. interest rate. By a half percentage point. Wow. An attempt to limit the economic and financial fallout from coronavirus. U.S. Central Bank hasn't made a cut like this since 2008. Oh, no. So they're taking this pretty seriously. That was right after the collapse of Lehman Brothers. Uh, Fed, Fed, Federal leaders believed the Fed leaders uh, believed it was a wise move to quickly douse concerns as uh, the stock market has been plunging although it made a nice recovery and there's now recession fears we saw a risk to the outlook for the economy and chose to act fed chairman jerome powell said at a news conference uh so the cut led to a market rally but that was short-lived uh the wow stocks ended the day down 786 points again uh-huh. ah! so lost a lot of the ground it made up on monday uh wow unfortunate triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three also we have a uh, bernie sanders bear if you're interested oh yeah yeah vermont is this a vermont teddy bear thing uh-huh yeah uh-huh. the bernie sanders bear yeah get him now right who would want this um uh losers would want that <laughs> i mean to answer that your about question. sums it up yeah yeah, yeah, about sums it up. And for 90 bucks, too. What? 90 bucks. 90 bucks for yeah. a teddy bear mm-hmm. with a comb over? Well, yeah. I mean... What? That's... Vermont teddy bears are not cheap. Uh, I used to do commercials for them. Oh, yeah? Was that in Houston? I think it was. I don't remember that. Uh, was it Houston? What in the world? <laughs> that is the dumbest thing. It doesn't I've... look like Bernie Sanders. Oh, look. They had a Trump one and a Hillary one. Oh, okay. They've got a full line. That's dumb. Because they don't want to discriminate. It's still dumb. It is. Wow. Oh, 90 boy. bucks. That could be yours. Oh, but look, it comes with signature eyes, Pat. Signature eyes? I, what does that mean? I, I don't know. I'm just reading the <laughs> posable limbs. Uh, okay, can he, can he do the little socialist fist in the air? Can, it, can your little Vermont teddy bear do that? 
Oh my goodness. Feel the burn campaign pin. Oh, wow. I, oh, that's a special, special bear for yeah. that Bernie Sanders loved one in your life. <laughs> uh, if, if there's a Bernie Sanders loved one in your life still, then you have a conversation to have. Just saying. Might be time to move on. Yeah, definitely. Oh, boy. Uh, I, I hate election year so much. I think I'd rather get the coronavirus than one of those bears. You know what? Uh huh. I had to you think too? about it. I got to be honest, yeah. but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm with you on this. Yeah. <laughs> Hear me. <laughs> so because of uh, how virulent this virus is, uh, people are starting to change their habits worldwide. For instance, in Paris, they're saying no to handshakes. They're refusing the kisses on the cheeks like that Frenchy French thing that they do <laughs> mwah, mwah, on both sides. Oh. Uh, and definitely avoiding hugging. This could change cultures. It could. Yes, it could. Instead, what they're doing is a direct gaze oh or maybe a gesture with the hands. A direct, <laughs> a wait, direct hold gaze. on, time out. Time like, out. You look lovingly into everybody's eyes. So let's practice this. So we're not going <laughs> to shake hands. We're going to practice the direct gaze. Ready, set, go. Okay, I'm never doing that again. Ever, ever, ever. Uh, that's great. <laughs> that is... Wow, let's do the uh, let's do the foot tap thing that they're doing. Let's just try that, huh? Yeah, if we still have that, we should show that. Yeah, and 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 I may or may not when I see Jeffy later when he comes into the room. You know, I'm not going to shake his hand for multiple reasons. You don't but, know where uh, it's been. Yeah, that's why. Exactly. I might mm-hmm. accidentally kick him in the shin when yeah. I'm trying to do the little uh, the toe tap thing. Toe tap foot to foot deal. In Beijing, uh, they are telling people not to shake hands, but to join hands together in a sign of greeting, like mm-hmm. like this. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. Hey, or you do the foot. Watch this guy with socks. Section. He's got his socks on. What is this cat doing? Yeah, because okay. they're outside. You're just in your socks. All right. That so that's what they're doing in parts of China. Loudspeakers tell people to make the traditional gong shu gesture. The who? It's a fist in the op. Oh, okay. Like like this. Okay. I guess to say hello. Wait, like uh, like my fist like into that. your hand or no, just like in you, yours. each other? Okay. You just do this to each other. And that means... Hey. Hey, what's up? Well, hey, girl. Or That's you, what that means. Or you hey, could girl. Just, you could just, if you're right there in close proximity, can't you just say, hey, girl? You, no, it can't. Uh, you got to do this. And say, hey, girl. Can and we, then... Let me practice. That is a nice gesture. Hey, girl. And then you yeah. also do the gaze. You got it. You the, got the it. long gaze into the uh, eyes. You can, but to... that's a French thing. The French. Oh, French. oh, my bad. It doesn't infiltrate China. Wait, wait, the, the French, man, you stare in their eyes, they're likely to turn tail and run away. Yeah, they're scared. Uh, seriously. They'll surrender to you. <laughs> oh, no, no, not eye contact. I can't take it. You're threatening me. In Brazil, the health ministry has recommended that citizens not share the metal straws traditionally used to consume the caffeine-rich uh, South American drink, mate, also known as uh, Chimaro, Chimaro. Mm. And a kiss, even if it's not on the mouth, is meanwhile totally advised against. In Germany, a sign of the times, Germany's uh, interior minister uh, rebuffed Angela, Angela Merkel's attempt to shake hands with him on Monday, <laughs> smiling and keeping both of his hands to himself. <laughs> I'm telling you, that is a good idea right now. There's no reason. We don't have to shake hands all the time. It's a weird thing anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And it... Yeah, I don't. No, no gratuitous physical contact. Right. So let's uh, let's just if if one good thing comes out, two good things come out of the, of the coronavirus. Maybe communism falls in China, mm-hmm. and we stop touching each other. <laughs> <laughs> For some of us, that would be a really good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. In Spain, the outbreak 
could hit one of their cherished traditions, the kissing of sculptures of the Virgin Mary. <laughs> okay, no, yeah, that's, that's not a good idea at a any time. bad plan, man. Why would you do that? <laughs> I mean, like that never... thing in Iran was just ridiculous where they're licking the uh, the shrine. Yeah. And... People walked up and, and they asked one of the guys afterwards, hey, aren't you worried about, I don't know, all kinds of diseases, but certainly the coronavirus, which yeah. is hitting Iran really hard. Yeah, two dozen. Said he didn't care. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, and never mind the coronavirus. What about pigeons, man? They do handiwork oh, around I know. statues. Just regular germs. Right. And no, we got, thank you. We got, what, two dozen um, uh, members of the Iranian parliament who have it now? And yeah. you had that, you had yeah. that high up guy. That's kind of what. That's what happens when you start licking shrines where other people have also licked. <laughs> I mean, why I, would you do that? I, I know that we had to remind people <laughs> to wash their hands. I yeah. didn't also realize we were going to have to say don't lick statues. I know, but that's apparently, crazy. hashtag do. don't lick statues should be a thing now. Certainly in uh, Iran, it should. Uh, I, how do you even start that tradition? Yeah, go up and lick that. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, no, you no. first. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm converting to Christianity right now. <laughs> uh, seriously, who is the first? We always had these conversations. Who is the first guy to eat a lobster? Who's like look at the you know uh-huh. the antennas and be like, mm, I'm gonna crack this thing open. Who was the first? Was it a dare? Who started the tradition of licking statues? I'd love to know. Uh, that would seem like it would be hard to get started. There's another regime, Iran, that maybe can fall after this thing. Yeah, hmm. I don't think a lot of us would shed tears over that. No, sir. All right, we got chewing the fat. Up next. Pat Gray Unleashed. Some tweets here at uh, Pat Unleashed. Bovine scatology. My son's wife and kids live in Japan. Schools closed for the rest of the year. Wow. Probably doing it online, right? Uh, Stores out of masks, cleaning supplies, toilet paper, and people fighting in store aisles. That's Japan. Close-knit Japan. Hmm. Think what will happen here? I would be fine. Yeah, I would be fine. Bad. Sure, we're just we're all calm and relaxed right now. School closed for the rest of the year. Is that the last of the masks? You take it. <laughs> yeah, that's you what take, will happen here. Thank you. I insist. Really, your <laughs> no, health you. is much more important than mine. <laughs> the Steve Forty Two. It's official. The DNC Twenty Twenty primary is now a contest between socialism and senility. Exactly. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, that's a good way to put it, too. Socialism and senility, if you could say it. Senility. Senility. <laughs> Sheila Holland uh, tweets, wonder if the DNC has given Warren an incentive to stay in this long. I mean, she's taken some of Bernie's votes, which is good for Biden. Oh. Uh, very true. Yeah. Very true. Hmm. Also from B. to Bodine, Keith, I think what the girl that rushed the st- on stage with Biden actually said was milk roaches not c- milk roaches not cows <laughs> uh-huh. milk roaches not cows that's what they keep pushing for us she obviously learned this from uh, jeffy's segment a while back <laughs> yes where we were. yeah was that friday when we talked about uh, milking the roaches i mean maybe we mentioned it, that a lot we've mentioned it a bunch because they just keep ramming uh Hey, it's you must eat bugs. Eat bugs. They're good for you. Yeah, so Where ridiculous. they're making bread, they're making butter. It's all just please eat. How bugs. do you make butter out of a bug and spread it on stuff? Uh, it's I mean, gross. that's really sick. Yeah, we've got that story. They're <laughs> really scientists sick. are really <laughs> hopeful that a, bugs no. can replace uh, butter. Nothing like Sorry. that. Nope. Nope. Like that cold roach nope. spread <laughs> on, a, on a piece of toast. No, oh. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, time to chew the fat now with. Jeffy. And we're chewing the fat right here at Tejas.
<laughs> we'll say it right here, death. Yeah, that's how you, when is you're there, here. Is there not? I mean, I know he's trying to be funny. I no, think. He's, no, he's not. No, he's he's trying to he's, pander. He's really just he's one pandering. of the most unlikely guys. You know, he's such a like the guy. unlikable. He's so... Just... He's such a douchebag, and everybody knows it. And I think even he knows it. <laughs> that's why he's just at trying to buy point, our at, love. It's not going to work, Mike. It's not going to work. Uh, well, I guarantee it'll work with me. Well, uh, yes. Before well, he you, drops out, man, I want. What he, would it take for for you to vote for him? Uh, How much money? Like ten bucks? <laughs> would you vote for him? Twenty? Give you ten I'm bucks? Not, I'm not doing it for less than twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you. A, I'll give you a, a bucket of lard and twenty bucks. I'm in. Oh, you're in. Vote, Mike okay. is right. Wow, well, you could have stopped like the, Mike. The bucket of lard. I don't think. I think you threw in the extra twenty just for the fun of it. I mean, he's spending money left and right. Yeah, and, I mean, it's, some it, people it, think it, he's it, close to a billion already, but I think the official <laughs> thing is like five hundred and seventy million. That's, I mean, and then he he didn't win a single state. He won a territory oh, yesterday. Uh, he won American Samoa. Was yeah. not a state. It's and a, he had and he had. Uh, that, I think he had uh, half of the people on the payroll. Probably. So, uh, you know, no problem. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. And he got that big uh, endorsement from that chief. So I think that's what put him that's over the top. That's what put him there. over the top. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet it did there. I bet they yes, take that pretty seriously. Yes. And the chief was like, yeah. and then as the chief you know, was walking to the bank with the <laughs> Bloomberg money, uh, no doubt about it. For those of you concerned, though, uh, she's okay. I know uh, Oprah took a fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, this weekend, she did. Yeah, and it's a nasty uh, fall. It really, if you are watching on Blaze TV, you can see her as she's speaking at her uh, at her 2020 Vision tour, mm-hmm. and she's talking about balance. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's and ironic. How important, <laughs> it is just a tad ironic. Yeah, and as uh, she is uh, telling you about balance and everything in the world is just right, one of the uh, apparently. Whoa, whoa, oh, 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 I mean, she hits oh, hard. Yeah, yeah she did. that wasn't enough. That she hits hurt. hard there, man. That wasn't uh, she blames it on the shoes. Yeah, uh, I know J Lo helped her up and uh, you know kind of helped everything. Ha ha ha! Everything's fine. But she posted uh, on her Instagram on Sunday, uh, just fine. Uh, you know we're fine. I'm just here uh, reading and icing. Uh, no problem. Thank you for all your, uh, your all your well wishes. And she said uh, turning the day into what Michelle Obama calls self care Sunday. So that's so Self-care special. Self care. Uh, Self care. And she's using the game ready knee wrap. Uh, now you can pick one. You can pick one up for about you know five hundred bucks. I'm sure she's using the one that's about three grand. <laughs> she's not. Wow. She's not using the cheap model of no. uh, of what's ready. And uh, speaking, of, I mean they're falling. They're dropping like flies. I mean Madonna. We've talked about the Madonna Madame X tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the Madonna Madame X tour because it really is turning into more of she's on vacation and deciding to show up for a show once in a while. Yeah. Other than that, she just uh, no. She took a fall. She had a nasty fall uh, too. Another yeah. fall, really, really? bad. And uh, yeah. now she's uh, recovering from knee injury. She's canceled the shows. Uh, no word whether she showed up last night. She was supposed to show up uh, last night uh, for a new show. Where? Uh, after the falls in uh, in in France, apparently she's she was crying. After yeah, she was, she was crying like in a lot of pain. I can't do supposedly. it. Yeah, and she's uh, she's really tried to. She's. Done, I mean, we've talked about all the uh, rehab she's doing and blood transfusions oh, yeah. and trying to you know yeah. claiming that she's hurt and it's just well, me. I'm a human. me for sixty though. She's in good shape. Yeah, sixty one, whatever she is. Does your story say in there? I don't know. Did the two dozen people that have bought tickets to these shows get a refund for these? That she's not well, that's the thing. I, you know, I, I don't know. Well, that is the intimate shows. Yeah, right. and we're yeah. not seeing footage of her fall because yeah. she doesn't allow the they cell grab phones. They cell phone the at the door. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> so you know, I don't know if they're getting a refund because if she cancels then it's a refund right but if she reschedules yeah 
then you know, good luck getting a refund. She's canceled 15 shows already. Wow, 15 shows on this uh, oh, on this madam. And X the one tour, she doesn't so. cancel, she's apparently incredibly late most of the time. I yes. mean, like an hour, yeah, hour and a half, more. two hours or more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, late. I'd be pissed. And some of it, she's just sitting on a chair, standing. I mean, okay. What a- there was one where she was supposed to show up at ten and didn't show up till after midnight. Yeah. I mean, you've got people who have to work the next day yeah. and you're showing up after that, midnight. Well, that one guy that filed the lawsuit was one of the reasons yeah. why, because they had changed yeah. the time. Uh, you know, and they actually said, well, look, she's not going to be here at 10, so we're just going to change the time of the show. And the guy was like, no, uh, no, I want my money back. You're suing. I want to take my children. But these other yeah. shows, she's just, yeah, I'll be there in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'll get there. Don't worry about it. You guys wait. Hang out for me. No problem. I'm Madonna. You're right. I'm Madonna. So uh, we lost, and we're going to lose another one, too. Now, she didn't fall uh, yet, but uh, we found out that, uh, and you might want to dry your eyes, Pat. Uh, mm-hmm. ju- Judge Judy. This, yeah, this, is, the oh, oh, no. this I, is the last year. This is the last year. I wept all the tears. <laughs> there you I'm go. Okay. of weeping. Okay. Um, you need yeah, I've already, no, I'm all cried out over Judge Judy. <laughs> okay. I'm all cried this out. This is her 25th all year right. as yeah. Judge Judy. Yeah. And uh, she's wrapping it up after this year. So. Yeah, darn it. That's really. Mm. I know. I've never sad. seen one episode of now, she, Judge Judy. That's That cannot be true. Never. That cannot I have not. That cannot be true. I have true. not seen an episode. What? She's on every I know. In every doctor's office, every every dental office, every place. I've never watched. I've never watched an episode. I've seen maybe a minute, minute and a half of a few episodes probably because like in a doctor or his yeah. office or whatever, but I've never watched an episode. <clears throat> you know how much she makes a year? Too much is what, <laughs> how much she makes. She makes like 40, 50 million a year. 47 million yeah. a year. That's not bad. $47 million a year. Again, that's not bad. The <laughs> highest paid television personality in history. That is a gig right there, man, to just you judge people. You are lying, man. Right? I would love to be paid half that to just but judge she, people. She can't do it anymore, and so she's given it a rest. Look, she's 78 this wow. year. 78 this year. But she is. she does have a new show in the works. Oh yeah, uh, and it's, this one, you know, I don't know if she can pull it off. It's going to be titled Judy Justice. So, <laughs> Judy Justice. Judy Justice. Oh no, so I'm not sure. Really? You know what? I, I wonder <laughs> if, if she was uh, really holding out hope that she was going to be Mike Bloomberg's like Attorney General or something. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, stranger she, things she certainly, happen, does, she certainly doesn't be need appointed the money. to the Supreme Court. Maybe <laughs> yeah, she certainly doesn't need the what money. What is her back? Like, sure. was she really a judge at first? You know, are you she... going to start doubting Judge Judy now? All of course, of sudden, I am. Oh, man, I want to know her. Don't like, do it. I want to know if she's got don't like a. Do it. It is World uh, Wildlife Day, so uh, get out and celebrate. Uh, but if the wildlife in the natural tree world, about three weeks in the natural ago. world, yeah. Well, yeah. You know, we're already look. Today's the day to get started. Next month is uh, Earth Day. Uh-huh. So it, now's the time to get okay. started yeah, on World really Wildlife Day. <laughs> just go ahead and get started right now. Put the put the pine tree up and, yeah. and just get out there and celebrate. But uh, as long as it's World Wildlife Day, uh, China, we know that we've heard uh, China in the news uh, every day now thanks to the coronavirus and uh, the economy. But we know that Ethiopia, Kenya, and Somalia are all struggling with uh, devastating swarms of locusts. But mm-hmm. uh, Pakistan is too. Yep. And uh, China is now going to help Pakistan a little. Yeah, this is a an interesting way to do it too. Are. We're gonna send we're gonna send you a hundred thousand ducks mm-hmm. and uh, they trained them. <laughs> they did. They trained these ducks to eat locusts. They did. They you put them on a little little walking <laughs> string and you walk them along and say, "Go ahead and eat the eat the locust." Apparently, uh, ducks are uh, pretty good biological weapons. They've been used uh-huh. in the past. 
Now, they said chickens can eat about 70 locusts a day, a chicken. But they don't stay in mm. one general vicinity. So you bring in uh-huh. these, you know, thousands of ducks, wah, and wah. they can triple, <laughs> triple. They eat a couple hundred locusts a day. Yeah. One duck. Yeah. And they stay in, you know, they stay kind of huddled up together. Uh-huh. Right. So, I mean, they're just t- goodbye wow. locusts. Yeah. Uh, okay. I know. It's a good idea. Okay. It is, except that uh, ducks don't normally live in those areas. So, I'm not <laughs> no, real sure. but they're, they're, they're bussing them in. <laughs> they're putting them all on buses. Duck buses are Duck buses are being that's uh, interesting. loaded up with ducks right now. <laughs> wow. And they're bussing them into Pakistan. Duck bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Those so. are great. We used to have the duck cars in Tampa that go on the ground and then go into the water. They uh-huh. bus- is that how they're busting them in? Yeah. The duck cars? Very similar. Are great. Very yeah. similar. So we got the news uh, yesterday about uh, Brit Hume, and he's been taking uh, <laughs> taking a little beating. Over his uh, over his screenshot that he tweeted out and since deleted, uh, you know his screenshot that uh, talking about the election betting odds of Super Tuesday, which was you know that's what Brent uh-huh. does you know the what is he seventy six seventy five year old guy for Fox News, but people noticed that along the top of his uh, laptop uh, tabs were open. <laughs> that is amazing. Tabs were open. Oh, and, what the cor- uh, the coronavirus tabs is that what you were referring one to? One of the well that would be work, wouldn't it? But one of the tabs <laughs> was uh, you know sexy vixen vinyl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know I know he's taken a beating for that, but we were talking yesterday on chewing the fat, which is a podcast you by the way should subscribe to. Uh-huh. Uh, just uh, go to uh, whatever platform you like and okay. uh, and uh, subscribe to uh, chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. Just not SoundCloud. You can use iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, just not SoundCloud. But we came to the conclusion that, you know, it might not be Brit. It might be the wife. Like he was, if you look at the tab, uh-huh. he's got the bank open. Then he's got access your fun and sexy Vicks and vinyl. So he opens up the bank to check the account. Okay. And he sees, what are these charges? And he's, <laughs> one of them is access your fun and sexy Vicks and vinyl. He might be checking on the wife. Uh-huh. Uh, so at I mean, five thirty a.m. I mean that that supports your argument. I I uh, know. Can you be my attorney someday? <laughs> I might need you. This is good stuff. I mean, it's just a thought. It might not be Brit. You know, the wife might be uh, putting out a little sexy vixen vinyl for the boyfriend. Uh, oh, never oh know. no! I mean for Brit. I mean, yeah. For Brit. What hey, are you oh, doing whoa, there? I'm sorry, no. What am I thinking? That's just silly to think that Brit would be. That's just embarrassing. Guy. I like the way you think, though. This is good stuff. You can. You, well, you're an, you're you an think attorney. he's never had to work his way out of a jam right. before on say, the you, internet. You think like a lawyer. That's I good. learned a long time ago about those tabs, mm-hmm. my friend. Mm-hmm. A crop, long time crop, ago. man. Oh, a long time. I mean, you either crop or you close out to close out the tabs before you screenshot, whatever you need to do, but <laughs> make sure you double check those posts, man. Uh, someone who knows. <laughs> now, yeah, you know they call me fashion. I mean, I am Mr. Fashion. fashion. I am fashion. Yeah, Mr. Vinyl fashion. Uh, the internet is now going wild over these new uh, inflatable latex trousers. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing these what? on the, Whoa, on the no, streets. No, no, you're not. Uh, no. These extra wide inflatable trousers. Oh, no. Uh, no. Hera Krishnan's uh, new style uh, that he uh, took to the uh, red carpet. Are on. we out of ideas? Uh, <laughs> no. What you is got this happening? One. We got this, this one. is a new one. Yeah. This is a, it's a good idea. I, right? No cost, uh, no, uh, no, no, uh, no thought on how much these are going to cost. But what wouldn't you pay? Too much. What kind of what, mental illness? What, what kind pay? of mental illness would you have to have what to buy these pants? What, what do you, you mean? I could. 
couldn't even walk on the runway with those uh, without I'm just unreal. laughing out loud. And look at the serious face. Yes, I am a serious model wearing these inflatable <laughs> pants that take up the entirety of a sidewalk in New York. Here I come. Make way. Those are really cool looking, man. That's is that a quote? That's a Jeffy yes, quote? Those yes, are really is. cool those are looking. Really cool looking. He says, I got the idea when I was playing with my dog. <laughs> yes. What? Yes, because he, he wanted to look at the, the angles. Who are they from? The angles. Uh, a designer named... Harry. Yeah, a uh, designer named... Uh, Harry Krishna? Yes, Harry Krishna. Like, Harry yeah. Krishnans, yeah. <laughs> you can, he, I call him Harry. So okay. this Just is what Harry. a dog sees when he Yeah, well, he was saying us? that he was playing with his dog and he realized he wanted to, the dog, the way the dog looks up at him and only sees his ankles and his and his legs and not really seeing the the uh, upper part of his torso gave him the idea for that. Well, congratulations. You You can see what a dog sees. <laughs> If you wear inflatable pants. So what you're saying is that you probably probably aren't concerned about how much they cost. No, because I won't be purchasing at any price. (laughs) And you have to take the time to, like, uh, inflate them? Yeah, you you can get them. Remarkably, I went online to see if there were other inflatable uh, latex pants out there, and there are. And you can get some cheaper ones, you know, for 100 bucks and, you know, just... Like what are leggings? These? I don't know. There's no. There's no. I can't find how much they would cost. Jeez. They've got to be expensive though. Uh, got to yeah. be. And so this story uh, was broke actually on Chewing the Fat, uh, episode 305. By oh. the way, if you want to go and, uh, and listen to it, episode 305, homeless have lost the fear of man is the title of that <laughs> Chewing the Fat show. Uh, uh, this news then broke at the end of last week, where a homeless man at DFW Airport threatens to kill a passenger, and he's and this lady is all wound up. She was accosted by this homeless guy, but the story itself of homeless people at DFW. Uh, was broke on chewing the fat. These homeless people are showing up and staying inside the terminal. Terminal A. They haven't reached to B, C, D, and E yet. They're only dropping them off on the train, and they're not kicking them out. They don't go past security. They stay on this side of of security where the baggage comes out at the baggage at at departures, or arrivals, I guess it would be. And uh, then then they just, they've got, They've got bathrooms. They've got it's warm. Mm-hmm. They've got uh, electricity. They've got plugs to plug in their cell phones and whatever electronic devices that the homeless people are given now. <laughs> uh, I, I say no. I say no. They're just letting them and live in just the terminal. Letting them stay there. Uh, no. No. I wow. say no. This has to be addressed. This has to be addressed. Well, it does. And the, and yeah, it does. Yeah, absolutely. And the lady said that uh, she contacted security, and American Airlines uh, said, "Ooh." That's that's the airport. Okay, hang on a second. Ooh. Hold on. This is an opportunity Sorry. lost that's here. The airport. Okay, the city of Dallas needs to dip into their rainy day fund, and they need to buy one-way tickets for these homeless people that are hanging out. They're right there. Just walk through this door right here, sir, and just take this with you, and then on your way. And then, I mean, they have already done the dirty work. They've gotten them to the airport. I just get them on the plane. I know. Mm. I know. Mm. I'd like to also stop uh, people by. Uh, I think we yeah we got time. I'd like to stop people from po- posting this on my timeline on uh, my social media accounts. Uh, I figure I've, I post, I reposted it, and I still keep seeing it. So if I do it here, maybe it'll just uh, kind of go away. Um, Thirty animals, and I looked at them all, and I'm going to give you the, the top five. Thirty animals that look like they're about to drop the hottest albums of the year. Oh, nice! Okay. I like where this is going. So uh, there's there's 30 <laughs> pictures of different of different animals. And the, the first one is uh, the up and coming music legends. I love uh, this. Number two like is uh, they look like they're posing for a 90s rap album cover. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. 
Norwegian black okay. metal puppies. Oh, boy. Yeah, they look angry. <laughs> the uh, electronic rock penguins. Okay. Here we go. Oh, he's got some moves, man. And the hard rock squirrels. Those are my top five from the 30. From That's the good. 30. And then, of course, we can't leave you without uh, letting you know that. Hey, what are you oh, doing? this is actually a real band. A Genesis an- is, announcing, is announcing their reunion tour. Oh, nice, what? right? Uh, the Last Domino. Uh, oh, yes. Is going to uh, the last domino. Really? So it's title of with the Phil tour. Collins, not Peter Gabriel. Peter, Peter, Peter's busy. Getting, Peter's he's busy. busy. Oh, what, he's what? busy. what is he, he doing? He's doing his at, laundry. Look at the time. I can't because <laughs> Phil's been on tour. You know, on his final tour for the last couple of years now. And now he's reuniting with Genesis. Yeah, <laughs> be yeah. great to have uh, Phil Collins and Peter Gabriel. I know. Back in yes, Genesis. it would. That would be yes, cool. it would. That's the first thing I thought of. But Peter's no. Like I said, he's too busy. He's too busy. British day. Where are the Americans? He's got too many things. What? Are they not coming happy to with the United what you States? Got with the... I'm not going to Britain to see him. <laughs> as soon I want to as I get here. a spot, as soon as I get a sponsor, they'll mm. be in the U.S. Yeah, there you go. Don't worry about it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We've got the uh, coronavirus to tell you about. Uh, more on that. Uh, also, Super Tuesday. We're kind of wrapping up the coverage of uh, of a big night for Joe Biden and uh, much much more. But first, let me take sixty seconds to tell you about iTarget Pro. Uh, iTarget Pro. You know the point of the second amendment is to fight governmental tyranny wasn't it wasn't it it wasn't in put in place in the constitution for hunting purposes although that certainly opens it up for hunting yes but it was to fight the government if you ever needed to and that's basically uh what was being proposed in virginia they've had to fight back these draconian laws all over the place who knows someday they might just try to take away uh Things like iTarget Pro from you as well, uh, just because you're trying to become proficient with your firearm. So that's why this product is so important. Um, iTarget Pro, using their proprietary app and their and the laser bullet that goes in place of an actual bullet, iTarget Pro allows you to safely practice training with your actual firearm in the convenience and privacy of your own home. You don't have to go to a firing range. You don't have to pay for the fees. You don't have to pay the back and forth in gas and all of the hassle. You just do it at home, uh, and it's completely safe because, again, there's no bullet in the gun. It's just the, the laser bullet. comes in all major calibers, including 223 and 556. This means less driving, less ammo, which is going to save you a bunch of money and less government bureaucrats. Get 10% off plus free shipping with the offer code PAT. We still need to fight for our rights, but get iTarget before they try to ban that too. Uh, take your skill to the next level, safely and effectively with iTarget Pro. That's the letter I, then targetpro.com, offer code PAT. Pat Gray Unleashed. That's some tweets here at Pat Unleashed. The Coors Light virus. <laughs> uh, there's a Coors Light one too, oh, and no. a coronavirus. And now a Coors Light. Huh. So whichever you prefer, I guess. Uh... The Coors or the Corona you're supporting, I guess with Coors, you'd be supporting the American virus, right? Right. Rather than a foreign one. Yeah. A foreign one. I see. <laughs> well done. So 
concerning replacing the handshake, so waving and saying hello never crossed anyone's mind. <laughs> We're all so doomed. Yeah. Uh, Bob Lobla. Love the Blah. Interestingly, Pete, Mayor Pete could run in 2060 and still be about the same age as Biden and Sanders are today. <laughs> that is awesome. I never thought of that. That's incredible. That is awesome. Jeez. That's a fun fact. Yeah, it is. That is a fun fact. Kara, Kara 3022, let's just make hip bumping the official coronavirus greeting. There. Problem solved. Uh, that's like the bump that you used to do in the 70s, yeah. the, that dance, the I bump. Mean, we're, we're down, we're, we've reverted to the hokey pokey as how we're supposed to greet people instead yes. of just, hello. Yes. Put your right foot in, yeah. take your right foot out. Uh, Chris Welderboy, Jeffy quote of 2020, ducks make great blow weapons. Bio weapons. I, don't I thought that I was an L. Mm. Okay. Ducks make great bio weapons. Yeah, that's good. Did you actually say those words? I mean, ducks it, make great. That's possible. I don't bio remember weapons. the things I say. <laughs> Neither does anybody else. <laughs> wait. Except no, wait. for... No, but I mean, he did. He did, yeah. He did. <laughs> oh, we found the one. Uh, proud Mr. Graybeard. We'll find that the Chinese ducks being sent to feed on the locusts have some crazy form of avian bird I, flu I, that can be passed I, to humans. Do we know. know they're engineered? <laughs> uh, all right. Alexandria Go tweets, The in- inflatable pants are for the fight against coronavirus. Put them on, and no one will go near you. <laughs> it's probably true. A- a- Appalachian American or Appalachian American. <laughs> if I ever die unexpectedly, I hereby designate Jeffy to be in charge of clearing my browser history. <laughs> no problem. I'll take care of it for you. I, I need uh, payment in advance. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, all right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. If you missed it, uh, Joe Biden won nine states last night. Including Man. including Texas. They have brought him back from the dead. Sure Man. have. I mean, he was pretty much being written off. Yeah. Completely. Uh, but by Joe, and they were talking about him actually dropping out of the race. Yeah. Now he's the leader again. Wow. He's got more delegates than Sanders does. 453 to 382. Warren at 39. Bloomberg has 18. And Gabbard, 1. Uh, but Biden carried Texas. 336 to 30% over wow. Sanders. Sanders, of course, won California pretty handily. Uh, 327 to 23.8. And uh, uh, most gonna, of the states were taken by Biden. If Joe, if Joe ends up being the actual nominee, he's going to have to pick his vice president. Really careful, man. Yes. Yeah. That's the guy yeah. that's the president, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know that for sure, but it certainly looks like he could be in real trouble. And uh, if you're willing to take a chance on that, uh, Democrats, Uh, okay. okay. Uh, But the alternative is Bernie Sanders is socialist, so I don't know. you got no choice there. you got no choice if you're a normal rank-and-file American Democrat who believes in America the way it's founded and the way it's always been. You can't vote for either one of them, really. I know. What do you do? I know. What do you do? And especially if you hate Trump. I, I don't know. If if you were a Democrat, I don't know what you do right now. Because there's no good choice. They were all bad to start with, of course. All 27 of them. <laughs> or 30. 56. <laughs> however like, many were. It did seem like 70 ah, or so. a lot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, now through attrition, we've got it willowed down to really just the two. Our... Uh, are the only ones with a chance. 
and that's Biden and Sanders. Oh, Bloomberg's still got some more cash to spend. <laughs> he's he's he, still in. He can waste all the money he wants. He's not getting anywhere with it. It's kind of interesting because it shows you really can't buy an election. Nope. Doesn't it? Well, you, you <clears throat> can't. You can't. You could buy an election if you were a likable human being. And had, Maybe. and had you know Maybe. how many how many ever billions of dollars he has sixty it's billion possible you know but he's just so unlikable darn unlikable yeah. Un- unlikable I don't think even his wife likes it. does he have a wife I don't think so no that, I don't think he does lady, right now which la- proves it yeah that lady that was with him at the debates was somebody that's been with him for a number of years now but he's there, his they companion or yeah significant other or whatever yeah she takes care of him nice. <laughs> Is she younger? Like who? Who is it? I don't know that I, I I've don't seen. I don't remember his her name. I, I saw her on stage with them. Yeah, huh. but I, I and I didn't see that she was with him in Tejas, so <laughs> I'm not sure if she travels with them or not. All right, let's go to Matt in Georgia. Hey, Matt, you're on the blaze. Hi, Pat. Hey, Keith, Jeffy, Hello. how's it going, fellas? Hey. Mm-hmm. Good. So what's up? So, uh, but, but, uh, first of all. First of all, I actually got my dad iTarget Pro last as a gift last year for Father's Day. Oh, awesome. Nice, nice move. Good. But I digress. Um, so what does so does Bernie have a path to get the nomination, and what does Biden have to do to ensure that he gets the nomination? Oh, I don't know. Uh, good questions. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Matt. Um, yeah, I think they both have a path to the nomination, uh, and they just have to continue to win states. You know, I mean, they just got to somebody's got to get to 1991 before the other one does. Uh, and they could do it. Um, either one of them could do it. It's just a matter of which one is going to screw up more and which one is going to be perceived as healthier at the end of this thing. Right. Yeah. And just on the surface here, not looking up polls or anything like that. But these states coming up, uh, I don't know, they seem to favor Biden, right? Because. Uh, I mean, you got Hawaii probably goes to Sanders. I'm just thinking of politics. State of Washington probably goes to Sanders. But, uh, you know, this is next Tuesday. Here we got Idaho, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota. Those sound like Biden-type yeah. uh, states. Well, if Tulsi stays in, she might win her own state, right? Hawaii? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know that she stays in. <clears throat> why would you? Why Why would you at this point? Uh, you. you you're not uh, going to win. You've got yeah, one not, delegate. You're not really a viable candidate. You've won zero states. You're probably out of money. Who's yeah. going to be funding your campaign at this she's point? She's got that one delegate that she can uh, one. hold over the other guys at the convention now. <laughs> I'm going to release my delegate. I can, I can release it. I can put you over the top. <laughs> Just name me your vice president. You if make, somebody <laughs> gets to 1990 and can't move, <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard comes in. Yes, she does. Really significantly. She's looking pretty What's good. What's it worth to, to you, boys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see that. That'd be great. Uh, again, there's just, I mean, it's a terrible choice for Democrats. Boy, no kidding. Terrible choice. I mean, when we had all kinds of candidates, we had 17 of them. And I really liked about seven of them. Uh, right. Seven or eight were pretty palatable to me uh and one in particular of course was better than the rest now uh we we threw them all to the side but uh we had some really good choices democrats had 27 really bad choices who do they have in the in the party on the bench (laughs) for the future like who's going to be next up when trump wins the election in 2020 
Who are they going to put up against whatever? Maybe it's Pence. Uh, maybe it's uh, Marco Rubio. Who knows who it's going to be? Nikki Haley. Maybe it's going to be uh, yeah. Donald Trump Jr. I don't know. Ooh. Nikki Haley. <laughs> Jr. might do Jr. it. Might do yeah. it. Junior might oh, run. Yes, he might. Goodness. That's a good call. So who do the Democrats put up against him? Uh, there's just nobody. Uh, all the current mainstays are going to be way too old. Are you going to dredge up Buttigieg again? Hmm. You think, you think it's mean, too late for Dick Gephardt, finally? <laughs> I think by then it probably will be. Might be. Yeah, yeah. it might be. Okay. You're talking, what, uh, four more years, uh, 82-year-old I mean, Richard Gephardt. It's possible Gephardt. my main man, Jim Gilmore, gets back oh, in. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, he's, he's he created quite a stir the first uh, yes, time. Yes, he did. Thank you. <laughs> so maybe, uh, but yeah, they've got they've got no bench and uh, no prospects that I can see for the future. And they can't be elected anymore because they're too extreme. Right. I mean, we've said that a million times. There can never be another Democrat president of the United States ever. <laughs> just ever, not just in 2020, but ever. So yeah, we got to put a stop to that. All right, um, <clears throat> this. Chris Matthews thing continues to uh, get more and more interesting uh, over the last few days because uh, apparently the head of MSNBC, uh, is it Phil Griffin? He went, he flew to uh, Washington, D.C. to beg Chris to quit. Now, why they just don't fire him, I, I don't know. Maybe he's, he's got some Matthews. clause in his, in his contract. Who knows that they'd have to pay him for too long. Mm. But he went to him and uh, his wife and his family and gathered them all together and apparently begged him to just please stop. Just please go. Mm. Wow. Uh, yeah. And now, uh, who takes over for him? Maybe Shepard Smith, who left oh. Fox oh. News? Yeah. That'd be interesting, Shep, wouldn't it? that would be. It'd be interesting. Yes, it would. The one problem they say is, you know, Shep might be unaffordable for MSNBC because he was making... Was it fifteen million we decided at Fox he was when he left? A lot. Fifteen million dollars. He was making a lot, but that was a that was a special deal between he and, he and Rod. Oh yeah, only ten. I don't know how he was getting by right uh, on the ten million a year. Right, <laughs> but I mean, why why wouldn't he go to work for MSNBC with a long term deal for you know mm-hmm. six or seven mil a year? That's still a pretty good living. Apparently, CNBC and Vice are also in the bidding for uh, for Shep's oh, yeah. services. Um, they've also uh, floated some other re- possible replacements for Matthews, like Joy Reid. terrible. But apparently her weekend show does pretty good, uh, does pretty well. Oh, I mean, you can't stop talking about it every weekend. All I hear people <laughs> talk right. about is Joy Reid. Joy Reid this, Joy Reid that. Did you see what Joy Reid said? <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody did. Uh, Nicole Wallace, an anti-Trump Republican, uh, who's... 4 p.m. daytime broadcast has brought in robust viewership. I don't even know who Nicole Wallace is. Does robust you? mean she's got four? <laughs> well, yeah, on robust. MSNBC. Yes, robust on MSNBC isn't robust elsewhere. No, it is not. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> no way. Uh, so, anyway, the other thing that was interesting was uh, the fact that that Chris Matthews came in, did that one segment, which was about a minute and 50 seconds. Gone. And then he's gone after the commercial break. And the guy who replaced him, Steve Kornacki, looked like he was surprised about it. Watch watch Kornacki uh, replacing Chris Wallace, yeah. Chris Matthews. Um, that was a lot to take in just now, I'm sure. And I'm sure you're still um, absorbing that. Because I am. And I am too. <laughs> yes. um, right? Look at him. Chris Matthews is a giant. <laughs> he's a legend. <laughs> Look behind him. Um, Look. It's been an honor for me <laughs> to work with him. 
uh, to sit in here on occasion. Look at that. Uh, and really I know how much you meant to him, uh -huh. and I know my, how they much care. They don't care. he meant to you. And right. I think you're going to miss him, and I know I'm going to. The girls behind um, you aren't. <laughs> We're not going to have any bells or whistles here. <laughs> we do have to fill the rest of this hour. So they've got We're nothing here. a quick here. break and come back. Like, this Facebook. was a surprise wow. uh, to everybody. I think he was supposed to do that at the end of the show. I Is his sign-off. I don't, I don't, maybe. Uh, I, I, I'm not, I'm not sure. But if Kornacki wasn't aware ahead of time, you've got to, uh, that tells me that Chris Matthews said something wrong there in that opening. That tells me mm, that, no. that MSNBC was freaked out. About it because why wouldn't you alert everyone? Okay, he's gonna say goodbye and then you're gonna take over for him. Why you don't you don't tell anybody ahead of time on a national news broadcast that that's about to go down? Can, can I give you this theory? He told the teleprompt operator, uh, "My my clothes. I want I want you to put that put it at the top. Put it at the top. All right. I want to look at it. And then they go live and he just he does that. That was gonna be so. I think that he had agreed to leave." But I bet he just wanted to go out on his own terms as if to say, you know what? I'm just going to leave you guys with the whole rest of the hour. And I'm going to do my clothes right now at the top and put you guys in a pickle. That's that's mm. my suspicion. I don't know. It seems like it seems like with him being so surprised like that. Mm. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. You just put the teleprompter at the top and you just go with it right then. I mean, you're going to do if with Keith's analogy, you're, if you if if Chris says put it to the top. They're going to put it to the top, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I guess if that is a possibility, but I, it just it's still kind of a strange thing. That Very strange. Tell them. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird scenario what happened uh, there. But I love that video start where finish. he's being all serious and no bells and whistles, and he's a giant, that Chris Matthews. And you got those two, you know, 20-somethings, those two chicks behind him just kind of moving their hand. They're talking. They're having a good conversation. They do not care what's <laughs> happening on the other side of that glass. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, according to Yahoo Finance, the global superfood market will grow by two hundred billion dollars between now and twenty twenty three. Experts agree eating superfoods is the easiest way to get really good nutrients into your diet and all natural food into your uh, body. But the trick is finding a product that has the best quality ingredients with no extracted, just you know, an extract. It's not actual food, and the USDA seal. That's why I trust Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. One scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables. If you don't like vegetables, <clears throat> you don't eat them much. I certainly don't. Uh, just I can't. I can't do it. And my wife is always, well, you just have to keep eating them. And I've done it. I've eaten them in the past. I don't like them. Why would I continue to eat it when I don't like it? You're, you'll become used to it, and your taste buds will adjust. No, it's never happened. No, it does not. It never no. happened for no. me. I'm sorry. My taste buds aren't like yours, I guess. I grew up, and I didn't. I didn't used to like them either. I still don't. Yeah, I think that's a lie. Yeah, I do too. I, I think it's, that, it's hard to believe. A, yeah. So go to BrickHousePat.com, get 15% off your first order with the offer code PAT. Even better, if you sign up for a recurring subscription, you can save an extra 10% every single month. Build a better you, one brick at a time. BrickHousePat.com, BrickHousePat.com, offer code PAT. Still 
musing about uh, <laughs> what happened with Chris Matthews the other day. This is fascinating. It is kind of. It's kind of fascinating. I mean, I, I don't like him. Uh, there was a time, though, in the early yeah. 2000s when Chris Matthews wasn't this Chris Matthews. No, he was not. He was. It's so weird, the transition he made. He He went from... Like kind of moderate to right leaning, leaning uh-huh. and a guy who really liked Glenn's show. Oh yeah, we had watched him, him all the time. Said he was a big fan. Talked about praised Glenn up one side, yeah. down the other. I was on his show many times. I don't know how many. Maybe I you still know. are every day. It's not like a thousand well, times, but it was four or five or six times I was on with Chris Matthews. Glenn was, was on his show a bunch yeah. of times. Uh, and then all of a sudden, he made this transition to radical with the rest of MSNBC. And so yeah, that whole pool of MSNBC yeah. sludge, man. Yeah, it's a deep pool of sludge <laughs> too. Is, <laughs> so I would imagine that if it's not Shepard Smith who replaces him, and I think they'd love it to be. Oh man, because Shepard Smith hosting Hardball would be a big win for MSNBC. You aren't kidding. Uh, then it's got to be a woman, right? Because <laughs> you can't hire a man to replace a man. You got to now. In this day and age, with this environment, right. you have to go woman. So that's why they're talking to Joy Reid, Nicole Wallace, whoever else. But those people, um, those two are, they're not bringing an audience. I don't think so either. They're not bringing an audience. Uh, certainly not Joy Reid. <laughs> I, I don't even know who Nicole Wallace, I couldn't pick her out of a lineup. I don't know who Nicole you, Wallace is. You have a, you're not part of the robust <laughs> no, audience I'm she not. has? I'm not. It's really, it's really weird. <laughs> But let's watch his uh, his goodbye speech to see if there's anything wrong that he did here that would have pissed uh, yeah. MSNBC off. Uh, here he is. Let me start with my headline tonight. All right. I'm retiring. This is the last hardball on MSNBC. And obviously, this isn't for lack of interest in politics. As you can tell, I've loved every minute of my 20 years Not as host of Hardball. No Pause it for a second. Every morning I read. So what he's telling us is this isn't my choice. Yeah. I love doing this. I, I, I live for this. Yeah. This is what I... This is what I live for, and uh, and I uh, they're kicking me out, right? I mean, that's yeah. what he's saying here. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Every morning I read the papers, and I'm gung-ho to get to work. Too. Not <laughs> many people have had this privilege. I love working with my producers and the discussions we have over how to report the news. And I love having this connection with you, the good people who watch. I've learned who you are, bumping into you on the sidewalk or at waiting at an airport, and saying hello. You You're like me. I hear it from your kids and grandchildren who say, my dad loves you or my grandmother loves you or my husband watched it till the end. It's old people. After old conversation with MSNBC, yeah, I decided it. tonight will be my they last do. hardball. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you why. Okay, okay. tell us why. The younger why. generations out there are ready to take the reins. Yeah. We see them in politics, in the media, in fighting for their causes. Yeah. They are yes. improving the workplace. We're talking here about better standards than we grew up with, really? fair standards. Ooh, a lot that. of it has to do with how we talk to each other. Compliments on a woman's <laughs> appearance that some men, including me, might have once incorrectly thought were okay. Pause it for a second. Okay. So, again, he's still telling us the reasons he's leaving. Yes. And the reason has nothing to do with him wanting to leave the job. It's because of his conversations that he's been having with women. Well, you can't even <laughs> You can't even compliment a babe anymore. Right? <laughs> I mean, you're looking pretty hot before we get on the air. I just want to let you know. You can't even say things like, hey, I'd fall in love with you, put a little more makeup on. Uh, you can't even say that to a woman anymore. Right? That's how picky people have become. It's too bad we can't drop that camera down to show your legs before we get on the air. I'll don't tell wear, you that. Don't wear the inflatable pants again. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, if that dress was shorter, you'd probably have higher ratings. <laughs> you can't even say can't, that anymore. You can't so you can't much say, say that. I'm just saying. What have we come to here? I, the world, well, Chris had to quit. Yeah, well, let's see the rest of this. <clears throat> Once incorrectly thought we're okay. We're never okay. Not then and certainly not today. And for making such comments in the past, I'm sorry. I'm very oh, yeah. proud of the work I've done here. Long before I went on television, I worked for years in politics. Uh-huh. Was a newspaper columnist, an author. Say it. I'm T- working on another book. T- I'll continue to write and talk about politics. Cheer on, my producers and crew here in Washington and New York. He didn't. And my MSNBC colleagues. They will continue to produce great journalism in the years uh-huh. ahead. And for those of you who have gotten in the habit of watching Hardball every night, right? I hope you're going to miss me because I'm going to miss oh, you. Oh, oh, yeah. But remembering Humphrey Bogart and Casablanca, okay. we'll Wait. always have Hardball. So let's not say goodbye. Remember when he said that? I, 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 don't, meet I, again. Don't. I do not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a bad memory, though. Remembering Red Butler from Gone with the Wind. <laughs> Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn that you're leaving. <laughs> Red, Red Butler. See ya. Remember Red Butler when he said, let's have a hardball. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, I don't. Yeah, I don't know that there's anything wrong with that. It's just weird. No, there's nothing. And you're right. Maybe he absolutely inverted it. That was supposed to happen at the end, right. and he just left him hanging. We're beginning tonight with my headline. Yeah, yeah. 888 hmm. More Pat Gray Leash coming up. Unleashed. 888-900-3393. And Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, from Jeffy's suffocating belly button. <laughs> Why is that? Why is that? I don't even get that. It's a great name. <laughs> is, uh, it? is it really? This is the MSNBC discussion that Chris Matthews had, apparently. Chris, uh, we're going to have to let you go. Chris says... What's that? <laughs> Who'll pay my salary? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Who pays your salary? What's that? Who pays? What's that? <laughs> All right. Uh, brilliant lyrics. Well, yeah. Uh, no, no more poignant lyrics have ever been written well. uh, in the history of music. History, because that was the uh, the. Most downloaded song in iTunes history. Yes, in mm-hmm. in in the history of the internet, wow. in the world. Re- we need to re-release that right now. I think it was man. forty-eight. Was it forty-eight trillion downloads on that? Something uh, like that. Last yeah. check, forty-eight trillion. We so should have like reached everyone. Do a do a remix. <laughs> do a remix for us. All right, like a like, like a, a dance, a dance remix? club, a dance club mix. Yeah. Okay. Uh, TJ Hoff four twelve softball with Joy Reed <laughs> would be a great show name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from just two muck and fudge. Is Jackie okay? Her voice sounds a bit meeker and less <laughs> naggy than usual. Yeah. Well, she has a cold today. Yeah. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. A little, little nasally. Uh, you might be able to. And I want to apologize. Her. I don't want to call her a liar uh, about, uh, about, about her the taste, buds taste buds. But changing. she's just misremembering. Yeah, I think that's, not, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> Thank you. That's a good way to put it, Jeffy. She misremembers. Yes. Whether or not she liked oh, vegetables I, I when she like was growing up. When I, was a kid, I did. didn't like it either. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> yes, whatever. Uh, Coconut Kale tweets If the Dems want to abolish the Electoral College, why are they using delegates to pick their candidate instead of the popular vote? Booyah. What a great question. Mm-hmm. And then, not just delegates, they've got the super delegate yeah. thing, too, which really affects it's all things. All convoluted. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, Steve42 tweets. 
Biden will make a guest appearance on the next episode of Talking Walking Dead. <laughs> you know what? No problem. Airs, airs on Mondays. When? We, we record it on Monday right after Walking Dead on Sundays. Okay. Talking Walking Dead. If Joe wants to come on, no yeah, problem. Yeah, be all right. I'll so make room for you it. You have to look for that podcast separate than Chewing the Fat, Yeah, correct? I mean, yeah, I give I and I give. Man. This I is just, Mondays is a double podcast day. You're welcome. <laughs> so, uh... Does Joe Biden make as much sense as any of the zombies on Walking Dead? Well, I mean, he, I think they more, make more sense than he does at this point, don't they? <laughs> yes. Are they talking yet? Have, no. the, have the zombies changed no. at all? Are they smarter? They're not faster? They're It's the same. Uh, more, more Wasted more away. Uh, you know, you have a lot of you, you run into a few more walkers that have been around for a while now. Yeah, I bet. starting to rot. You know. Well, it's been how many years? How many years have passed on the show? Uh, well, the show. This is the tenth season. This is the tenth season. So you're looking at fifteen, maybe fifteen years, something like that. Wow. Right. And has anything improved? Are they developing any Life technology? Is so much better. Does anybody have electricity? Life is so much better. Life was better on Gilligan's huh. Island. <laughs> after well, yeah, because they had the professor. He could do just about right. anything with a coconut, and, <laughs> including make a radio out of it. Right. Uh, all right. We had uh, just a really bad tragedy in, in Nashville uh, last night, yesterday. And so M1's partners are already on the ground accessing, uh, assessing the needs that, that are there. It's bad. At least 24 people have were killed, and there's more missing. It's just a really bad situation. That tornado ripped up parts of Nashville. So if you'd like to help, go to mercuryone.org to donate and help those impacted by this devastating tornado. It was it really, really bad. Use your help, really bad. There was yeah. footage of uh, a television crew that was filming as the one tornado went right through, uh, right through where their building was and everything. It was it was really bad. I, I and I don't like seeing or hearing that. I mean, no. I am I have lived through a tornado. Yes, and I I mean Not a I know the like, damage. It wasn't a it five do. necessarily. No, um, no, it was still a tornado. Yeah, what was the right. what was the category your tornado? I don't was? recall. You don't recall? I do. It was a uh, category F zero. Oh, an F zero. F zero to one. Uh, okay. Yeah, don't, something like that. Uh, right. Don't zero down, to don't one. Don't downplay it. <laughs> it was heading toward a one. It did take off his roof. Thank okay. you. Thank you. So, it did do that. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. It was not fun. But it was a stiff it breeze not, compared to what. Uh, they oh had my right, gosh. So. And, you know, I'm not, and I'm not making light of the tornadoes. The, right. That damage uh, in Tennessee was Horrible. horrific. Yeah, those tornadoes yeah. that hit at night, especially when they're that powerful yeah. in a high, yeah. high, you know, density area. Man, that is a recipe for disaster. And I'll tell you this. There's very few things more frightening than hearing that siren go off in yeah. the middle of the night. It's 2 in the morning. You're disoriented anyway, and you hear that siren blasting in the background. Yeah. It's like, oh, no. Uh, where is it? And then you immediately have to go to the local news to find out if it's bearing down on you or not. That's, those are not good times. No, they are not. 888 uh, You got a vegan runner that asked is, uh, the neighbors... To close their windows when they cook meat. Here we go again. Because of the offensive odor uh-huh. that uh, this vegan runner is experiencing in Berkeley, California. Oh, oh, oh Berkeley. Oh, I see, love in it. Berkeley, the neighbors are probably like, oh, okay, that's a good idea. No kidding. Yeah, we'll close our oh, we windows. Just, we just moved here. Sorry. Surprise, that's not an ordinance yet. Yeah. <clears throat> overpowering. The smells are overpowering and offensive. Well, don't go outside then, stupid. Move. The rant was posted by at best next door <laughs> an account that houses neighborhood drama which showed the runner 
had requested nearby residents only barbecue vegetables <laughs> because it's always hard for me this time of year when the weather starts warming up. Wait a minute. <laughs> that, is that the way the post yeah. sounds? Yeah, I'm really okay. exactly I'm disappointed. Way. When you said, um, how about you only grill vegetables, I fully expected a Jeffy, how about no? <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> you, I, and I apologize because yeah. in my head, yeah. I'm thinking that. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I'm thinking also, you know, this really is goes back to, I mean, we've tried to, there's plenty of places like that that have had people that they don't want you to smoke. Yeah, uh, you know, in the neighborhood or in your backyard, you're like, hey, you're in, I'm in my yard. So, sorry, uh -huh. yep. go back inside. Yeah, but see, you'd be okay with that. <laughs> that's okay. the problem. <laughs> that's the problem right there. It's a difference between smoking and food. Yeah, food. Several nights a week, she says, I'm out running around dinner time, and when people have their windows open, I can smell what they're cooking. You. Yes. I've noticed a sharp uptick recently in smells <laughs> of folks cooking meat, and oh. it can be quite overpowering. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, no. oh, no. Quite honestly, the odor is offensive, and I'm hoping our community can have some empathy for its plant-based neighbors by <laughs> closing windows if they're cooking meat. Plant-based no. neighbors. Sorry. How about, how about no? No. Here's here's what you can do though. Stay in your house with your windows closed. Okay? If you don't like the smell when I'm barbecuing outside, stay in your house. I'll give you a post on what's up neighborhood. I'm gonna be grilling. Stay inside. <laughs> yep. I'm willing to do that. I'll just post it a little while in advance, and yeah. then you can just stay indoors. Steaks going on the grill. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Plant-based neighbors. What do you want to bet they acquiesce? Mm-hmm. Berkeley? They probably will. Yeah, in Berkeley, California? Oh, totally. I uh, bet they cave. They probably already oh, you're right. profusely uh, apologized to her. Sorry, we, we didn't realize we were being so rude to our plant-based neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. 888-900-3393. Um, also, if you drive a uh, an expensive car, chances are you're a jerk. That's oh, a, really? That's according to scientists. Oh, I'm, I'm no yeah. jerk, then. <laughs> a new study has found that drivers of flashy vehicles are less likely to stop and allow pedestrians to cross the road, with the likelihood they'll slow down decreasing by 3% for every $1,000 that their vehicle is worth. <laughs> They've got a formula for it? Wow. Nice. Tesla and regulators need to do more to prevent autopilot deaths, safety agency says. Researchers from the University what? of Nevada, Las Vegas, speculated that the expensive car owners felt a sense of superiority over other road users and were able to empathize <laughs> with lowly sidewalk dwellers. Wow. Oh, they were less able to yeah, empathize. Able, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, because they're... They're, uh, bad they're wealthy and they're bad people. Jerks. You know, people who have money and money enough to buy a luxury vehicle, they're not good people. They're just not. We found that out from Bernie and Elizabeth yes. and a lot of the Democrats. I'm on the road. You <clears throat> wait for me to pass before you cross. Right. Okay. <laughs> exactly. They came to this conclusion after asking volunteers to cross the sidewalk hundreds of times. <clears throat> and they filmed them. And they analyzed the responses of the of the drive-by car people, the people driving by in cars. Mm -hmm. uh, researchers used one white and one black man and one white and one black woman, also finding that the cars were more likely, of course. Oh, yep. Stop it. There it goes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
Also, they were less likely to yield. They were more likely to yield for the white and female participants. Of course. Vehicles stopped 31% of the time for both women and whites, compared with 24% of the time for men and 25% of the time for blacks. Oh, so... Only 24% of the time for the white guy? Yeah. And 25% for the black volunteers? Huh. The white guy's at the bottom of the barrel. We've been telling you that anyway. Right. (laughs) We know we're at the bottom of the barrel. But the best predictor of whether a car would stop was its cost, according to the researchers. Come on. I don't believe this. No way. Disengagement and a lower ability to interpret thoughts and feelings of others along with the feelings of entitlement. All right. And narcissism. Oh, man. May lead to a lack of empathy for pedestrians among costly car owners. No way. You want to protect your car. Yes. Like my car's got dents all in it and chip paint, rust falling off. At that point, you're running over everything, man. You have a car car that the brakes work in. Yeah. The discovery of a car value to jerkish behavior correlation isn't new, apparently. The research published in the Journal of Transport and Health backed up a Finnish study published last month that found that men who own flashy vehicles are more likely to be argumentative, stubborn, disagreeable, and unempathetic. You. All right. Haters. I know. Uh, just again, wealthy people are just bad people. Yeah, Hate sure. Them. We Hate learned that. We learned it from the. Dem- they're right. There's no reason to be a millionaire or a billionaire. Uh, if you have millions or billions of dollars, uh, you're just a bad person. Yeah, doesn't matter you what be. state you're in, even if you're in Tejas. Mm, right. <laughs> Thank you, I can't Michael get over that guy is such a jerk. He yeah. is. I bet he drives an expensive car too. Um, probably many of them. <laughs> yes. And I don't Wait think he drives minute. at all. No, we just cracked Mike the code. <clears throat> yeah, people drive him around. Uh, so also half the world's beaches could disappear by the end of the century. Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, no. Climate change. Climate change. Mm-hmm. <sighs> poses an existential threat to the world's sandy beaches. and. And that as many as half of them could disappear by the end of the century. Of course. Even by 2050, some coastlines could be unrecognizable from what we see today, with 14 to 15% mm. facing severe erosion. Hey, whatever. Varieties of spice of life. So let's mix it severe up. Severe erosion. We could lose a sixteenth of an inch. <laughs> yeah, it's probably what it is. <laughs> While the amount of beach lost will vary by location. <laughs> yes. The study found that many densely populated areas, including those along the U.S. East Coast, Mm -hmm. South Asia, and Central Europe, could see some shorelines retreat inland by nearly 330 feet by 2,100. 330 (laughs) feet? That's called high tide. All right. (laughs) In like 70 years, 80 years. In 80 years, they could move 300 feet back. I'm sorry, I'm not I even worried think. about that. Even if that's true, <laughs> I don't think I'm just so. not worried about it. I that is unbelievable. Stop it. <laughs> you can't predict that again. You can't predict what the weather is supposed. It was supposed to rain yesterday in uh, in the Dallas Fort Worth area. It didn't until like today, yeah, it slowed down. early this yeah. morning. Well, originally when they, they were saying uh, they couldn't even get it right though. over the weekend. They said it was supposed to start on Monday night. Nope. Okay, Tuesday. Nope. nope. And finally, here we are on Wednesday, and it's raining. And they get it They get it wrong all the time. All the time. Uh, a week or two ago, it was supposed to be like 75. It was about 55 yeah. one day. 
I I mean, this happens all the time. They can't forecast the weather for the day. But they're going to tell us that the beach is going to erode 300 feet by 2100. But governments are changing policy and spending trillions for the uh crisis for this nonsense. Uh, Science has spoken, right? It's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. All right. Let me take a minute and tell you about home title lock. You know, the annoying robocalls that you get, the ones that tell you you pre-approved for credit cards or loans. Got to be careful because they could be scammers. In fact, I would say almost every time they are. They are, yes. <laughs> they it's a are. good rule of thumb. And a lot of them are trying to steal your home's title. Here's the deal. Your home's title and mortgage records are all online. And when a data breach occurs, like recently, and millions of home titles and mortgages are exposed to thieves, that's when the risk of home title fraud skyrockets. To do a search and find out if your home's title is available on the dark web, very, it very well could be. But what thieves do is forge your documents stating that you sold your home listing um, listing themselves as the new owner. Then they'll take out loans against your home, and they stick you with the payments. And there's no insurance <clears throat> on this. There's no bank or identity theft program that protects you. But for pennies a day, Home Title Lock will. Home Title Lock showed me at the very beginning of, <clears throat> of our experience together how easy this is to do. They stole my home title in like 15 minutes. It was scary. Really scary. I mean, it really was scary. I, I was in here for that. And it was like, Amazing. no, it, good. Yeah, no, that that is my signature. When did I, how did I, yeah. how did they do? Well, they just forged it. It was just really easy to trace over the top of. I mean, it's just a simple <laughs> process that you don't even think of. Uh, so I knew I had to have this. And if you know it's a possibility, you need to, Put a stop to it as best you can. If you're getting credit card or loan robocalls, and I do every day, like sometimes four or five of them a day, Home Title Lock will get you through this period with 60 risk-free days of protection. Register your address now and verify you're not already a victim to protect your home's title. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Is Pat Gray unleashed? Oh man! Then of course there's the other, you know, not just the erosion of beaches, but um, we might someday eat human flesh. Say what? Thanks to climate change. Hmm. Yeah, we're going well, we'll to be cannibals. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll have to. We heard this from Ted Turner a long time ago. He predicted this many years ago. Ted was way ahead of the curve. <laughs> As global warming worsens and food shortages increase, cannibalism might become a, a solution. For those who stay alive. Solution. <laughs> okay. And then what I like about this is there's a nice picture of meat in a, between a couple of buns and uh, ketchup on the side. Now, I suppose you're supposed to think that's human flesh <laughs> in the sandwich. That's, that's a, a human flesh sandwich right there. Yeah, that's right a there. stock photo of... Uh, that actually doesn't look bad. Some guy's shoulder. <laughs> Give me a little Heinz ketchup on that bad boy. I'm good to go. Oh, man. Gross. <laughs> Stop. For most of us, this probably doesn't sound appetizing. No. Uh, the thought of eating a fellow human being not only seems morally wrong, but, you know, would we have a taste for it? <laughs> I don't think so, but I've never tasted human I'm dying. Flesh. I'm starving at that point. Nope. Yes. Oh, no. no. I, th- I hungry, think me too. You, if you're hungry. But that's what they say. If you're yeah. hungry, you'll you'll eat what's available. Jumping it off. <laughs> oh, we got the... Uh, and uh, this is what Ted Turner said uh, back in the day. Oh. This is well, great stuff. Catastrophic. 
we'll have eight degrees. We'll be eight degrees hotter in 10, not 10, but in 30 or 40 years. Oh, okay. Okay. And basically none of the eight crops degrees. will grow. The Most of the people will have died, and the rest of us died. will be cannibals. Civilization will have broken down. <laughs> what, the few people will left will be cannibals. living in a, in, in a failed state like Somalia or Sudan. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Okay, that sounds like a bad time. Yes, it does. <laughs> that sounds like a bad time. It does time. sound like a bad time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is why we're fighting this climate change so hard, because the temperature's going to go up 8 degrees. In 10 years, uh, not 10, but... Uh, not 10 years, 30, but like 30, 40 whatever. So that was in 08, 07, 06, somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, and so we're talking about 2036, so 16 years from now? Yep. At the earliest, or maybe uh, 26 years. And how long do we have to wait for the uh, coastline to be pushed back 300 feet? 80 years. 80 years. Oh, so we're going to be be eating each other before the coastline (laughs) is pushed back. So that's why we have to eat bugs. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, man. Bugs saves lives. (sighs) Scientists are preparing for the extreme weather conditions and global crises that climate change will inevitably cause. Oh, scientists are are getting a a head start on this. Okay, good. Protein-rich insects like crickets and worms, which are already consumed in some cultures, are one food option considered. Human flesh is another. What is happening, man? Ridiculous. I can't. That's ridiculous. We're going to be eating human flesh, but save the cows. Yeah, right. The idea of cannibalism to support to supplement our future food supply is relatively new. Actually, it's not. Ted was saying it a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. Originally put forth um, by the revolutionary biologist Richard Dawkins. No, it was originally put forth by Ted Turner. Mm-hmm. Instead of slicing and dicing our species, he suggested issuing tissue cultures. <laughs> oh, to grow clean meats <laughs> oh, in laboratory settings. There you settings. go. Y'all enjoy your breakfast, there you okay? Go. <laughs> is that a 3d printed thigh oh yum yum mm, the dinner bell's ringing now yeah it is the keeping and eating of livestock is responsible for almost 15 percent of global warming emissions <laughs> okay okay all right uh the, so the thinking goes that if a majority of humans switch to eating artificially grown animal products we might be able to undo some of the damage we've the already done. thinking goes that's what the thinking that's goes. The not thinking a lot of goes. thinking going on there <laughs> Last fall, the suggestion of eating human flesh came up once more at a gastroenterology summit in oh, Stockholm, Sweden. Those are those, fun. right? You were there. Were you were in the yeah, gastroenterology gastro- yes. tournament. Tell, tell yes. us about those. It was fun. What do you What do you do there? The first panel was riveting, and then the second panel is where we got into yeah. growing human is flesh. This, were you there when Swedish scientist Magnus Soderland asked the audience if they could imagine eating their fellow human Homo sapiens? And everybody, yeah. and a lot, some of the scientists were were like I sat next to. A guy that was seemed like he was revolted, and the rest of the audience was cheering. <laughs> I think a lot of people were probably staring at you. They were thinking, "Yeah, that one. I'm going for him." <laughs> Could we get used Wait. to the taste of our own meat? He asked. <clears throat> Might we even be able to overcome our own revulsion of cannibalism? I remember. No. I remember it like yesterday. Yeah, like at yesterday. The yeah. Yeah. How'd you get out of there alive, man? <laughs> Yeah. Why? And, and and we wonder why our kids are, are are stressing out. You know, they're saying, "Oh, kids are are having nightmares, and they're worried about the future." Like eighty percent of kids are are really concerned about climate change. Well, there's eco anxiety. Eco anxiety. Eco anxiety. And I wonder what fuels that. Could it be the fact that they're seeing a future with well, no beaches, and having to eat each other to survive? Yes. That's yes. what they're being told. That's what they're every day in school. They're being taught 
that we're 10 to 12 years away from extinction. Yeah. So irresponsible. It's the worst. I, you talk about fear-mongering. They have done such a dis- disservice to uh, to the millennials that I don't know how you undo it. It's going to be really hard. <laughs> really, really hard. People like, uh, uh, what's her face? Greta. Mm-hmm. Greta Van Thunberg. How dare you? I know. I, I think I said her name wrong. Was it, Is it Thunberg? Yeah, oh, yeah, because right. I, right. I I want to call her Van Thunberg all the time. Van, Greta Van <laughs> Susteren. It's, it's not. Yeah. It's not Van Thunberg. It's not Van, Thun, it's not Van Thunberg. No, it's, it's not. Van Thunberg. No. It's, no, it's just, <laughs> just Greta just Thunberg. Thunberg. <laughs> A growing number of children are being affected by eco-anxiety. Uh, in order to find out more about how children feel about climate change, BBC Newsround conducted a survey of 2008 to 16-year-olds. The poll showed that young people are feeling frustrated Oh no! and anxious. Wait, they're feeling what? Frustrated. Thank you. And anxious about the state of the planet. 80% said the problem of climate change was important to them. Okay. And more than a third said it was very important. Nearly three quarters added that they're worried about the state of the planet right now, including twenty-two percent that say they're very worried. Oh. And they're they, the adults are doing nothing. That's why they're frustrated. Yeah. You know what the adults are doing? The adults are taking their little nine-year-old girls to a strip tease performed by a, uh, a transgender. So uh, that's what that's what the adults are doing for the kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a library reading. So, no. Is that all it is, Jeff? It's a library. It's, a li- it's story Just time. a library. Reading. What are you against literacy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought uh, that was a good thing to read to your kids. It's you. just a, a drag queen doing a lap dance with a nine-year-old girl. <laughs> I mean, like somebody's got to read to these kids. Uh, so who's gonna read to them if not the drag queen? I mean, would you rather the kids just didn't have story time? Is that what you're saying? What? Thank no, you. All of a sudden, literacy is a bad thing. Thank okay. You. <laughs> First of all, first of all, 